0: Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Wake Up Podcast with your hosts Lucy and Asa and we are on episode 15 wow that is crazy I can't remember what else we I don't don't think I've done the intro in weeks (laughs) (laughs) it's
1: been a while
0: it's been a while yeah um some big things planned for today and then they didn't happen because we're stupid and whatever but we are gonna do that idea next week so well the next week we film so stay tuned uh for that so today we were gonna talk about adulthood and being not being a child anymore and what the stresses of that means for us at our current stage in our lives being young adults um, so, how have you been?
1: <sighs> just life, man. You know how it is. We were just talking before we started filming. It's so hectic at the minute. And like, especially in lockdown three as well, I feel just tired. Even if I'm not going out and just staying home, like doing nothing. I'm just exhausted. But um, yeah, no, not too bad. I actually went into work last week. I went into school to support um, community classrooms, like looking after the it kids.
0: kids sandwich
1: no listen I thought (laughs) wait let me clear this up before this becomes a controversy we were told yeah if we go in we get a free lunch so I was like yeah sick let me get my free lunch all the kids went out for lunch right they went to play outside I thought they'd already eaten their lunch yeah so there was one bag on the side I thought this must be mine yeah so I took it and then I don't know what happened I think I didn't hear anything but i'm assuming everything's fine but yeah i just i didn't know if that was for me or not but
0: wow
1: yeah but no it's been good i went into work it's, it was good to get out of the house well, to actually see no the people hungry. sorry yeah sorry yeah i
0: said as long as you uh you didn't you didn't get in trouble and you, uh, a child didn't go hungry
1: yeah i thought i did i thought i thought i was going to be in trouble but it was a false alarm everything was fine so yeah it was good not too bad good. But yeah, how how about you?
0: I've been really busy. Yeah. Um, Like, uh, I've got two part-time jobs, one of which is my old (laughs) job. And the other job is a job doing uh, co-directing for my university, um, which I'm getting paid for, which is great. And also I'm training four times a week at the minute uh, with, um, I don't know her app. But let me plug it for her. I can't, I don't want to say it wrong. I think it's Indie Fit. It's India, two A's, underscore fit. Um, and yeah, so that's been great. Um, but it means I'm super busy. Um, but I'm just like kind of tired of like the same repetitive, boring stuff. Like kind of just want to see people. Like, this lockdown's the worst, because it's just, like... 100%, yeah. You can't even go out, like, you can't... Not even, like, to meet for people, but, like, you'll do a day of work and then you come home and it's dark. Like, you can't even go out for a walk and stuff. Yeah. I mean, I'm quite lucky, because I have to walk my dog, so, like, I have to get out and stuff, but... It's just, like, ugh, when you've done, like, 10 till 4 on Zoom and you've finally finished all your bits and then you try and go for a walk, it's dark, it's, like well that's not happening now is it so yeah the day's
1: over yeah but you've been going off with your fitness i've been seeing her progress her bicep raw look go 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 i mean i'm I'm proud of you for like staying dedicated and motivated because like yeah like you said this lockdown has been the hardest for sure i think everyone's just sick and tired of it now sick and (laughs) (laughs) tired (laughs) oh dear oh that was the
0: other bust it one i was meant to do you know the bust it chance was like bust it so there's a bts one now and it goes into disease at the end so when you go instead of going bust it it goes sick and tired oh and i was meant to do it today and i forgot i'll have to do it another time definitely do it
1: we we need to see it we need that tiktok content lucy is a tiktok queen she's coming up she's coming through those viral videos go and follow her she's making a video
0: that's got sixty thousand views and it's just me reacting to someone in a gimp suit. but <laughs> it's not really what i want
1: to be known for to be honest you need to change the <laughs> yeah. brand
0: yeah and i um uploaded it i did a tiktok of like my fitness at the beginning of the month and the end of the month because i've been able to do something i couldn't at the beginning and um someone was like it the, the TikTok's like, how did I go from this to this? It's like, I'm a bummy I'm living in my own world. Anyway, someone commented, you stopped ego lifting. I was like, I've never, I've never lifted weights for my own ego. I've lifted weights to get fit. So I, I didn't reply, but I was a bit like, what's such a weird comment?
1: I know. I mean, it's I'm just... It's the price Sorry. of fame, isn't it? It's the price of fame. When you're famous like Lucy, you have to put up with all this hate, and it's I like
0: did, I, I did a TikTok once as well, where I was like, "How come the TikTok that goes viral on my account is me just reacting and not even putting effort in? Then I put all these effort into these other ones, and nothing happens to them. And like when I say viral, I don't mean like it's got millions of views. I just mean in comparison to all my other ones, sixty thousand views is quite a lot compared to like the two hundred views I've had on other ones. So it's like, uh, and then some girl who's about nine years old replied, Your, your TikTok isn't even viral. I was like, What am <laughs> I getting attacked? I don't know what it's right I mean comment, but I was like, She's probably like 10. Like, I can't
1: listen. You, you gotta do what you gotta do fight her. I don't I'm care. I'm
0: attacked already. I'm like, I haven't even got any followers or likes or views, and I'm getting attacked. I was like, Jeez. Jesus. <laughs>
1: It's too much of fame, but um, <laughs> it's the price you pay. You're right; it's the price
0: you pay for
1: fame. Absolutely, but um, yeah. Shall we? Shall we get into today's? Yes, topic? The episode.
0: Sorry. Yeah,
1: let's go. <laughs> okay. okay, so today we're gonna to talk a little bit about adulthood and growing up and becoming independent and how we found it and everything that comes with that. So yeah, it's it's a lot. It's a big topic, but I just want to start off by asking, like. When do you think your adulthood started? Do you think it started? Because a lot of people say it starts at like when you turn 18 or 21. Or do you think it's after uni? Or have we even reached it yet? So like, what does it mean to you? What do you think? Um, For me, personally,
0: I think adulthood for me was when I went to university. Okay. Um, Because, and it's not just because of the age. I just think it was the situation scenario. Because although, yes, I was financially supported by my parents. Because... I was my parents were in the bracket where like you don't get anything from the government really. Um so they did help me pay for my accommodation, but I was the one that was I'm not saying they never bought me food or anything. I just mean I was the one day in and day out cooking my own food, buying it, something broke, I had to deal with it, you know, um I had to get to places and whatever, you know, I I couldn't rely on my parents at uni. So I think when you stop relying on them, that's when you start to become an adult and I learned a lot at uni like I realized I mean I wasn't very I wasn't a very mentally good place before I went to university but I feel like I I grew up and took a lot more responsibility when I came back like my mum started to notice I just did things without being asked and because when you live on your own you realize all the things that you have to do not that I was, like, really lazy and didn't do anything, because I used to do all the cooking and stuff anyway at home, but there's just, when it's all on you, and there's no one else to be like, well, why haven't they done a job in the house? Like, I think that's when I started to become really independent, especially because I looked after everyone in my um, accommodation. I was the, the mum in my accommodation, so, um, yeah, I guess then, for me, I don't know what your, your take on when you think adulthood started for you or yeah. has started
1: sort of similar um but yeah I definitely agree with what you said there because it's about like responsibility isn't it so when you couldn't rely on your parents anymore especially if you live in a way you're literally by yourself so you, ha- you were, could only be responsible on, with yourself mm. um yeah so it's sort of similar I wouldn't say mine started at uni I would say it started just after and I think like the reason I say that is because one of the reasons is I didn't move out like for the whole three years like you did. I lived at home, so I still had my family with me or close by in second year when I did mm-hmm. move out. I could just go home. But yeah. yeah, I definitely agree. I learned a lot at uni, um independence and stuff, especially with like actual uni work, like managing your workload. They don't tell you to do stuff like they do at school. You do the work you want to do, you put in as much effort as you want and then you'll get mm. the results that you deserve yeah yeah and I think like I learned a lot about myself like mentally as well and stuff but I feel like now after uni I've learned all that things and I've had those experiences Mm. after uni that's when adulthood started for me because I've taken all that and now I'm like using that in my everyday life like I don't even have uni as a structure to follow now I decide what I do so I applied for my own job I found it myself you know what I mean so I I feel like I'm in charge of everything in my life now whereas when I applied to uni there was still sort of that structure there that I had to follow I was still like a student interesting yeah
0: I think I don't know whether the theatre students like we have a structure to follow but a lot of the time the responsibility is on us um like when we have shows and stuff it's up to us to find rehearsal time like the lecturers will be like you need to rehearse but they never tell us like I don't know if it's it's probably similar for media but I feel like we had to do a lot of stuff after first year especially it was like this is your go now you're like whoa like at school like it's really strict it's like you have to be sat and watched and stuff and you get to uni and they're like, we're not holding your hand. You can do it. You are pretty capable of doing this. And you're like, what? But no, I've, I, I am, um, I also lived on my own as well. After first year I lived in a, that was an experience. Let's not get into that. Um, not that it was bad. It was just an accommodation anyway. So yeah. Um, so I, I really had to do everything on my own, but I liked it. I like the solitude. It's a solitude like on your own, yeah I, like being on your own. I think uh, there was a time where like, I probably wouldn't have been comfortable on my own, but I really enjoyed it, just having my own space to breathe, and I quite like the responsibility that it's all my mess and everything, yeah, like no one else is invading it, or you know there's no room for me to blame anyone else. I just the responsibility is mine, so. But my, was my room always a mess when you came over? Or was it all right? No, it was you
1: all right. The, the truth is, you're honestly quite clean. You're honestly, like, quite tidy. Even if it was messy, it was, like, an organised mess. Yeah. So you had, like, things... It was like, a box
0: in a certain place. Like, a stack of books. Especially when I was doing my dissertation. Yeah. Uh,
1: no, no, that's good, honestly. But, like, um, could you... Would you say as well, like... Yeah, but... <laughs> like, being alone um, in a studio and stuff. Like, not sharing your accommodation. Do you think that freedom and like having your own mess forced you to grow up as well because it's literally just you. So you like learn about yourself.
0: Probably. Probably. Like, it's not even like you can ask a roommate, can you get this on the way home? You have to get it. If you want something, when you live on your own, you have to get it. Um, Yeah. I enjoyed it. I liked it. The only thing I didn't like was how small it was. Yeah. I like, um, because I love cooking and the kitchen's tiny in that little room. I always think like I wonder who's living in there now like I lived there for the first two years that room was ever
1: built you, you christened that room that is your I room I
0: did I did christen that room let's not talk about the ways it was christened but I did christen that room
1: the in room a lot of different ways that room. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that room has seen many firsts um, it's, it, that, that room's probably traumatised shout to out first. to that
1: room shout out to what room is it
0: <laughs> uh, oh my god room was it 18 room 18 yeah Uh, it was it was i was in b i was in block a 10 floor 10 was it 18
1: i think so yeah yeah
0: oh my god it's only been like not that long and i can't remember anyway yeah it probably did force me to be independent because like all the people around me kind of left as well like like sam moved uni kyle dropped out Aislinn was far away well she wasn't far away she she was in the where was she first she was with you so she was far so the first the second year she was far so it was like everyone kind of left and I was like I had Zoe and stuff my friends that lived near me but it was just like weird
1: yeah especially in uni it's like people just you meet people and then they just go and yeah it's just crazy how many people you meet in that it is but yeah we, we've talked a bit about um uni and our experience there but like how's life been after uni for you so how have you been like adjusting to the responsibilities and like things after it
0: sorry i think i've just absolutely like squashed my mind <laughs> um i think one thing that's stressing me out but it's fine to have all the money for it now is um, i got a car, so I now have the responsibility of paying car insurance every year. Yeah. So I've got all the money for it now. I've got to pay it in... It's May or March. It's in them. I can't remember. But I've got all the money for it. Um, but it's like, then you start thinking, like, you've got to pay for the petrol and you've got to pay for this, you've got to pay for that. Um, and I luckily don't have to pay board at home. My parents don't make me pay. Um, because I walk the dog... Well, I. So my mum doesn't have to take the dog work. We have to leave the dog. Um, I walk the dog three times a week. And I do the cooking. And I do some cleaning. Even though it's probably not up to my mum's standards. <laughs> but I, um, I do that. It's like my service, I guess. Um, but it's just like stressful, isn't it? You've got to get a job. And then COVID and what the hell. But the car insurance thing is the most stressful thing for me at the minute. But I've sorted it. But I want a different car. Not now, but I'm like thinking, I know what car I want next. So I'm like, how do I even, how do I even save up for that?
1: That's what it's like though, is it? Especially as I don't like leveling up, like you start off with the basics, like, you know, your first car, or your first place, but then it's constantly like, okay, I want to get a bigger car, I want to get a bigger place. And it's just like, kind of feels like non-stop now. This is the start of everything else. the like hustle,
0: me? the hustle life started.
1: The ground don't stop, <laughs> period. We ain't stopping honestly what about you yeah it's just been like kind of weird because like for the first like nearly six months after uni I just I was unemployed you know what I mean it's not like I wasn't looking for a job but I was just kind of like overwhelmed by this is life now so I was at Mm -hmm. home and stuff and yeah it was weird because I knew in my head like I don't want to Part of me was like, I don't want to rush into a job, I don't want to do something that I hate, but I, I also need money and I feel like crap because I'm not being productive, I don't have a job. So, yeah, it was like all these worries and I think it's the pressure of, like, this is the start of your rest of your life now. You need to have a plan in place, you need to know what you want to do, you need to start making those moves. And it's just like, oh, like, that pressure isn't great. Do you know what I mean? Do you, yeah, do you, it's
0: stressful.
1: Yeah. Do you feel like you had that?
0: Um, yeah. Like I had this plan um, of like what I was going to do next. I, my plan was um, every year in October, we have the directing module at uni and I was going to graduate back to help direct it. And I was like, come October, I'm going to apply for that. And I'm going to really try and get it. So that's like my first step in. And then I was going to email this company called Talking Birds who said that if I had apprenticeships that they'd take me on. So I was going to email them. Um, so I had like these little plans of who to contact and like, my f- my final project, you know, would have been inviting artists and stuff to look at the work, uh, to see what I've produced and that, um, but obviously that didn't happen. So my plan kind of crumbled and I was kind of like, the first lockdown I didn't have a job, I was on universal credit, which was interesting. Um, and you like have to prove that you're applying for jobs and stuff. Yeah. Which is boring. <laughs> but um yeah, so I only did about two, three months on Universal Credit, I think. And then I was like, Oh I went with my friend who he we used to work at the shop that I'm working at, knows anyone who still works at know knows if I can get a job and then he was like, Leave it with me and then a couple of days or, or something later I was emailing my C V over and then had a job interview which was like looking back now it's just so funny because I was like bricking it um and secretly I had been sent the interview questions beforehand so I knew what questions I was gonna get asked right um but he he kept my manager kept pressing on like and what and what else and I'm like I don't know like I'm not qualified for this job I didn't I mean, anyone can do it. Everyone, anyone can learn how to do my job, but I wasn't like qualified like I'd done retail before or anything. Yeah. So I was just making it, bluffing my way through it, and honestly finessed my manager. But I don't know how to do my job. It's not hard. As long as you get trained how to do it, it's all right. But yeah, so funny. Mm-hmm. What a mess, honestly. But, like,
1: yeah. yeah, especially like applying for a job and stuff, because I can remember when I applied for the job I have now and I was crapping myself as well. So yeah. And it's like, when you do the job, you realise, you look back and it's not that deep. <laughs> like, it's not as deep as you thought it was. But I guess that's just life. Like, you know, you get over things. But when you're younger as well, you think, oh, when I'm 21, I'm going to have this job and I'm going to smash the interview and I'm going to be really good at this job. Then I'm going to get a promotion. And it's not like that. It's not. I mean, you might succeed in the way you think you are, but it's not as easy as you think it's going to be. It's not smooth sailing.
0: Oh, no. I think as well, what's funny is like the difference in like the older generation and the younger generation getting jobs. Like the mindset, like I feel like I remember when I was younger, my mum and dad were like, "Just print your CV out and go and walk around town and hand them out." But I, I've done that before, and they go, "We don't take we don't take paper CVs. You must apply online." Yeah. My parents were like, no, 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 just go out, go out, go out. You're gonna get the job. And I remember when our house flooded, and we had to move to the village over. My mum's like, "Oh, they're looking for someone at the co-op." So they really like us, go hand in your CV I'm sure you'll get the job Hand in my CV, never heard from them Why is she lying? Why is she lying?
1: <laughs> it's a scam, um, it's honestly Yeah, I mean I've, I've had that before as well with um, Where was it I applied? My mum was like I think it was like Creams or something She knew someone that worked at Creams So when I was like 16, 17 I applied for there And Ikea as well, my older sister used to work at Ikea And she managed to get me an interview And I had the interview and they didn't ask me back And it's just like Okay, what happened to the loyalty? No, it, it's just it is what it is, and like the job market is so hard. Like so many people are applying for jobs, even before COVID. It was oh really, yeah, it was hard even before then. Yeah, competitive, but now if we look, I mean, thank God, luckily we found jobs and we're making money. There are a lot of people who are unemployed, mm. so like
0: you know, I hate my job.
1: <laughs> it's crazy. It, it'd be like I that.
0: don't hate it. I just I'm really fed up with it at the minute. It's so hard. We're so understaffed and everything, and it's like you tell the people there that we're understaffed and they're like, no, we're not. Like, I literally ran the entire checkouts on Friday night with one person from half eight. So I had to do the counting, serve customers, um, do the bins, tags with one person. One person from half eight to 11.
1: Oh, my God.
0: I mean... (laughs) And I had to do breaks as well. Anyway, it pissed me off
1: that's crazy it's like so hard like especially during these times like we're not gonna lie to you we're not doing the jobs that we thought we'd always do like we just oh hell no (laughs) especially like retail as well you know that's not what you want to do forever but um yeah we've got to make money and stuff but um especially yeah like you said working super hard like they're overworking you key workers and stuff it's just it's hard to deal with knowing that you're you're doing stuff Huh? To get a bonus, I'm meant
0: to get a bonus this month, so I better. better. Someone was like, "We're getting it in March," and I was like, "But we're meant to get. We projected it in February, so I'm like, i am like, I better. I get a hundred quid extra.'"
1: If you don't get but it, I do
0: it, not even cool. earn that much. You were rolling in the pennies, man. You've got. a You're on a paid salary, right? Yeah. I'm not even on salary, so I'm okay, paid by hour.
1: Man, it is hard. It is hard out here. It'd be like
0: minimum that. wage is going up, so my pay's going up. So. Reflexive. From
1: nine pound forty to ten pound forty in April. Yes, we love that. We do love that. But yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Like, but the whole thing—if we go back to jobs and stuff, like applying for jobs and stuff, like how did you find that whole process? Because they tell—they tell us about it at school, like CVs and stuff, and how to act in interviews.
0: Oh, mate, I'm sick at interviews. Are you? Yeah, but I do say, ah, so I just, I just pretend like no, I don't pretend. When I'm in the mind frame of an interview, I'm not thinking, oh, this is a theatre show, whatever. I'm not in that mind frame. But I'm used to, like, having to improvise. Yeah. So I just make it up, you know? My manager's asking me all this stuff. And he also... I think one of the questions was, like, why do you like our store or something? Like, what's what's special about our store? And I was like... I have been coming here since I was literally, like, a baby. But, like, what the fuck? (laughs) Um... So, I'm just like, oh, the amazing vegan range you have. I love the vegan culture. I'm vegan myself. I just, f***ing it, you know what I mean? Anyway, he employed me. So, what the fuck?
1: <laughs> there you go. You would.
0: <laughs> Either he's stupid or I'm amazing, you know? Um, but yeah, so I did find it stressful. I was really nervous for it. And, like, I mean, what's new that I, the, the job description, I didn't even know what job I was going for or anything. Like, and then they, they would just like, yeah, you've got to turn up on Sunday. I'm like, what? I'm like, you, I, I have plans. Well, I can't change it. <laughs> you've got to come this day. And it's like two days. And you're like, what?
1: I remember, um, I remember that happened. You were like, oh, yeah, I started two days. Like, what the hell? That's crazy.
0: It's mad, isn't it?
1: Yeah. I was
0: really nervous at first because obviously I'm really young. And like the role I, I thought I was going for was just like stacking shelves. I'm a team leader. I'm a supervisor. What the hell happened? That's what I want to know. What the hell happened? And then that's why I was so stressed out. And I was like crying on the phone to my mum, all stressed. Because I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. And I don't even know what job I'm applying for. And they've given me no information. And I've got to start on Monday. Uh, Because I get really stressed out. So, but yeah i mean it's all fine now but looking back i can understand i'm still thinking look looking back i'm like i was stressed i had like no information about my job but um there you go that's working in the supermarket for you
1: absolutely yeah like retail i, I have never worked in retail and i'm not mad about it <laughs> looking at yeah, you like no. i'm not upset about it
0: <laughs> especially in the pandemic being a key worker has been ugh, hard i mean I mean, when I say key worker, it kind of feels a bit naff to say you're a key worker when you don't work in the NHS. But like, I am a place of, I am a place where I we have not closed. Yeah. So we are an essential worker, you know. <laughs> um. But like, over especially over Christmas, like I could tell people were really stressed out, and the, the customers were taking it out on us a lot. I like, people get up in my, get up in my face when there's pandemic. First of all, like shouting in my face had one guy telling me that I was trying to keep him stranded here at Christmas just because I I couldn't get him uh, cash back because he didn't have his card on him. He only had his phone. When you want cash back, you have to put it into the card machine to confirm first that you want cash back. Yeah. He's like, well, that's not a very good system that, you, that you've got. I'm like, it's the same system in every store across the UK.
1: <laughs> I don't know what you
0: want me to do about it. I didn't invent it. I don't know... I don't know what you want me to do.
1: Literally, as if I think you personally. I was
0: like,
1: yeah. Cool. Yeah, get so. the manager. Cause it's crazy of like retail customers, as if you personally created the cashback system. It, it just makes me laugh. That is very wild. I can't even imagine like what it's like to work in retail, especially in these times. Just yeah.
0: I wouldn't recommend it. To be honest with you, I wouldn't recommend it. I now understand what everyone hates working in retail people suck unfortunately please don't find me
1: (laughs) please it's the truth it's the truth what what else can you say especially in these times covid like we have to take you know opportunities that we have jobs that we have and just deal with it but um yeah things don't always go to plan in adulthood and that's just how it is but um yeah so one thing that we have to talk about when it comes to adulthood, and we've actually done an episode on this before. But I feel like it's an endless topic. And there's so much when it comes to it. Is money, money oh. especially as an adult, like it changes like from when you're a child and then when you get, you know, a check, your paycheck. Mm. Oh so, yeah, like it's just crazy. It's wondering... just
0: stress. Huh? It's just stressful because like people say money doesn't make the world go around, but it actually does. So so.
1: yeah and like when it comes to adulthood as well like one thing is like school we didn't really learn much about money in like terms of taxes and stuff and everything like a lot of that that kind of stuff is new to us like when you get you don't know
0: how you pay taxes at all no I know like if you learn if you earn a certain amount of money it will get taxed yours get yours will get taxed won't it
1: yeah I I think I am getting something so I think we all have national insurance taken off automatically and then um I've got another deduction, but I don't even know why it is, I'm just not questioning it. I'm like, okay. But yeah.
0: Government taking on my money. <laughs> no. It's confusing. My yeah. friend who used to like do freelance stuff, she had to like claim her 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 uh income. And that was confusing, I think. And I think that's me. If I do say I'll have to do that. So I'm like, how the fuck do I do that?
1: honestly yeah i feel like maybe that's something they should covered in uni and media as well because a lot of the work that we will do like once the industries are back up and running again would be freelance it's not like mm-hmm. everyone like joins a massive company and stuff like w- w- all the projects that we do when we start to earn money it would be freelance so like managing that and like you know it's not as simple as they teach you in school they're like oh you get a job and then they take this off and then you do this with your employer like it's not just one size fits all especially for us as creatives i think
0: yeah Mm. yeah it's crazy not. i remember my first paid theater job um i was just thinking about it i didn't realize i was gonna get paid i volunteered to go and help um this woman i worked with steph um to help talking birds do a uh thing in coventry about this like submarine it was about like Animals in danger, like sea life in danger, and <clears throat> like um immigrants trying to cross the sea and stuff. And it was really educational. It was really fun. But, like at the end of the day, she like gave me a bit of money, like cash in hand. She was like, "Here, paid you for a day's work." And I was like, "Oh, uh-huh. I don't think I was gonna get paid." I was quite interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I just feel like I don't feel. I feel like at the minute, because I only do part time. It's not very much money. So I feel like my money's just, like, really going quite fast. Like, there's probably a lot of things that I could probably, like, not spend on, but, like, I feel like, especially at the minute, like, I'm buying things or, like, doing a lot of things to try and keep myself occupied because of lockdown.
1: Yeah.
0: So it's not even like you can go around a friend's house and just, like, watch a film, like, not spend any money.
1: I yeah. don't know if
0: that's, like... Different for other people. I feel like people aren't going out so they aren't spending but like I'm supporting like local businesses and stuff. Sorry, I've got something in my eye. Um but yeah. I don't know, mum. Just got no money. All the time.
1: Definitely I can it is hard, like money just go quickly and I I agree with like in lockdown. Maybe at first I would say first lockdown I wasn't spending money. So when I had the last instalment of student finance, that lasted me longer than it would. But um now um with the money I have now from working it's going quickly and that kind of like I did write a point down about the expenses of being an adult so like there's things that you don't realize you have to buy and you have to get and that just takes off slowly chips away at your wages until you have nothing so of course you've got more than me because you've got a car and I don't even want to think about everything that comes with having a car, like you mentioned before, insurance, and then there's probably MOT and road tax and petrol. Oh my God, something.
0: yeah. <laughs> <And> like, <laughs> when I my, my car broke down a bit, I started making this noise, and I was like, "This." So I usually blast my music in my car because I have a bit of a squeaky backseat, yeah. so I blast my music in my car so I don't really hear it. Um, and then I just started hearing, I smelled fumes in my car and I was like, mm, I don't smell that, that right? Mm. I, like, I don't know much about cars, right? And then um, it, I could hear it over my music at the car and I was like, am I only just noticing this now or is this new? Um, and it started making loads, it was like, vum, 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 vum when you start it up and I was like, oh God. So it was due in MOT anyway, um, close to the time. But I had to go and get it done before the M.O.T. And it cost me like £250 or something. Had to have like a part of the engine replaced. And he was like, because I thought like I'm going to take it there in the morning. He's going to be like, all right, we'll pick a day for you to come and I'll do it. But he was like, no, you can't drive this. Because you are like, you know, some people and their lives, they use the gas from the car thing. The car was doing that to me. He's like, you can't drive this. You're fumigating yourself. And I was like, oh my god. So that was that. And then I had my MOT and service at the same time. And that was like, it was like 150 or something. And I was like, where's all this money going? And then you got paid for petrol as well. God. So all my, sa- I had a bit of savings. All my savings have gone on my car. But I've, I've got it back up again. So I've got enough savings for my insurance. And when that's due, I'm going to ring them because last time I rang them. And I told them, like, how many months my licence has been since I've had it. Not just the years. Um, they, like, took money off. So I might, like, if I have still have no claims, I might ring up and be like, want to take it down a bit? Um, yeah. yeah. No, I had my first accident in my car yesterday, sorry. Oh, did you? What happened? No, well, I had an accident before, but it wasn't my fault. Like, I mean, an accident I caused. Oh, God. Um, so I we went to training with the fitness person. Uh, India and I was I'm not very good at like I can reverse but I'm not very confident at reversing as much as everything else um like I won't reverse into a parking spot and stuff um anyway so I was reversing out of this like where I parked and it's like really confined and there's like cars everywhere and I'm like stressed because you have to reverse out onto the road um and I'm like don't hit the car don't hit the car and as I'm looking not to hit the car I hit a wheelie bin on the other side <laughs> and it fell over. <laughs> and my uh, window, uh, my mirror light went to the side. So I had to quickly get out, pull the bin off. And then someone walked out of their house and I was like, oh my God, so no, 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 no. <laughs> I was like, get out, get out, get out. <laughs> and I was, I don't think India see, or heard or saw, but I was like, I hope you didn't see how shit I am at reversing. Um, but then there's stuff like that. Like, what if you have an accident and stuff like that? it's all
1: money yeah honestly like I don't even want to think about it like driving as it is even before you get a car or you get to your point where you're driving and there's so much like driving lessons and like the tests are oh, super expensive sense. that's what I'm well was going through before lockdown number three I had driving lessons and it's like this amount of much a week and then that adds up to how much a month and then that's just chipping away at your bank balance as well but um yeah I guess that's part of adulthood but uh, I said adulthood really weird then adulthood because even though there's a lot to pay for and it's stressful mm-hmm. don't you enjoy the independence of driving being able to go where you want when yeah. you want 100%, yeah yeah yeah
0: so there's definitely pros to it. I love it um the only thing I don't love is when it's rained and then it goes really sunny because there's the the wet floor is really shiny and you can't see shit I hate that I was driving on the motorway when that happened before and I was like, I can't fucking see thing. <laughs> I was like, let's just, let's just go roll with it. Um I'm quite small, so you know when you pull like the, the headboard thing down to stop the sun in your eyes, it don't really do anything for me. So so I have to sit up like that <laughs> when it's just <done laughs> so I can get the shade. Let's see.
1: Actually, I truly hate it. Nah. Uh, yeah.
0: Cars are expensive and it's like how do you like so I want to save up for not I'm not desperate like maybe a couple of years I think my car will last but like you gotta save up for the car but then what about saving up to move out and then do you do rented or do you save for a house because the more you rent the less you're going to be able to save for a house
1: read my mind exactly I have this like daily well not daily dilemma but I think about this a lot like it's easier to rent because then you can just have your own place and you don't have any commitments and stuff you don't have to stay there for the rest of your life but then if you get a mortgage like you know you're paying into that house and eventually it will be yours and stuff so there's not really anyone I don't think there is a right or wrong answer like if it's better to rent or have a mortgage like it depends on your person your personal lifestyle and what you want in your future but yeah as a young adult going into the world thinking about where you want to live your life it's like a big decision and I don't really know much about it like it's crazy it's too stressful it's so stressful yeah
0: yeah I'm I'm not I don't know I've thought about it a lot but it's like I don't earn nowhere near enough money to even like be thinking about that do you know what I mean like it's just not within my grasp but uh, I don't know it's just too stressful
1: it is so stressful. And the thing is, I'm I'm the same as you. I'm not thinking of moving out anytime soon. I mean, eventually, yeah, but like staying with my parents now, I'm fine. But like I see other people my age. Like I have a friend from school. She bought her own house, like got a mortgage, like when she was 20, and like lives there with her boyfriend now. And I'm like, what? Like I feel so behind. People like, that.
0: like people that have like not in a bad way, but, like, people are age that have families, that like have kids and, like, whatever, and I'm just, like, what? Like, uh, 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 What? Yeah. Like I literally can't even get a date, let alone a fucking
1: child. Like, fuck. So you know I mean? like, I, see, I see tweets like this all over Twitter. Like, twenty such. Your twenties are such a real uh, weird age because some people have got their own houses and babies and stuff, and I can't even get a date. My mom won't even let me out past ten o'clock. Like, you no, know,
0: it's mad, isn't it?
1: The spectrum is wild.
0: It is. I just feel like as well. Like at the minute, I can't even think about life because like it's just stopped. Like, you can't even think about dating and whatever, or getting a new car or house because you can't do that shit anyway. So, like, and then you're saying, Oh, I need more money. So, you're like, Oh, I need to apply for a, a better job. And then you're like, But there is no jobs. So, you just get stuck in this endless cycle of like being stuck. And it's like, Ah! Get me out! Let me out! <laughs>
1: oh literally like as if life wasn't hard enough as it is i mean this is like it's been really negative but like with covid <laughs> with yeah. COVID on top um, yeah it's just crazy absolutely crazy and yeah oh, i
0: just feel what makes me look paying
1: that's the only good thing about today <laughs> oh it's cute go off do it i need to install this app so next episode we're going to be flexing yeah looking very next cute. episode we're popping off
0: Oh my god, we, for next episode as well. I'll have to look at related filters to what, what our topic is next episode.
1: Oh, that's gonna be stay tuned. That's stay gonna tuned.
0: be stay tuned. Um and if you are listening on Spotify or anything, I've just we've in I've installed a Snap uh camera for Zoom mm-hmm. so you can use like Snapchat filters. Um but yeah, money depression. Absolutely.
1: hate it, literally hate, hate it. it but yeah I'm gonna move on to our final kind of topic that I've um um, put kind of like well being and like Mm. living life as an adult and still having that balance so like one thing I thought about when it comes to that is are we ever too young or too old to do anything because I know people Um, that will like judge people who are in their 20s saying oh why is she dressing like that why is she dressing like a teenager she's too old to be doing that or why do you know what i mean that sort of stuff like should we really like limit ourselves i don't know
0: i feel like as long as you take responsibility for your age Mm
1: -hmm.
0: like as long as you're mature when you need to be mature i think you can do what you want like it's really good to have like that inner child that's what all the spiritual people say like you're in a connecting to your inner child and then um like in theater we're like really connected to our inner child because we we have to play that's what our jobs are we play all day Um, so I think it's really important to like, have that mentality of connecting to playfulness because like, otherwise you're just literally living for like the next paycheck and that's so depressing. Um, unless like, obviously you really, really love your job, but unfortunately not everyone gets to do their dream job. Um so i think it's really important to be childish in some aspects but also it's all right to be mature for your age as well i think um i don't think that means that then we can put responsibility on them people that are more mature for their age because they may be actually too young to be a certain level of maturity but it's it's okay as well to be like grown up about certain situations if you care about them and stuff I don't see the problem. I think everyone's just too, like, up everyone's asses about stuff all the time. Just, like, chill. As long as they're not hurting anyone not damaging society, just chill. Literally. Like, yeah, yeah, I see them furries in Coventry dressed up when I was there in first year chilling in Godiva Square. But that ain't my problem. And I don't okay. care. It ain't affecting my life. Let them them fairies dress up. Let them do their thing.
1: Oh. Who am I to step in their
0: way? hope that's inspirational
1: hope we've uh, changed your life there today
0: lucy for fairies that's all i got to say hashtag
1: lucy for fairies 2020 2021
0: 2021 (laughs) let's go let's go lucy for fairies 2021 that is as my presidency uh campaign Lucy for Fairies 2021. Let's <laughs> go.
1: That's good at the start um, of the teaser for this episode. Just so everyone knows what kind of like, what we're talking about, the party.
0: And then they're going to think, wow, this is going to be a really interesting episode. And then instead of just talking about how sad we are, because we're poor. Um, <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, you know, you want to dress up as a fairy? Go ahead. You want to. Run around in a field and pretend, uh, I don't know, that you're in a wild, different wild with fairies. Yeah, go ahead. You want to pain? You want pain? Do your thing.
1: Absolutely. Care.
0: Just chill. Just relax.
1: 100%. 100%. Agree. Like yeah, I feel like people are way too judgmental, especially at our age. Like what we're doing, what jobs we have, you know Mm -hmm. where we're at, what we're wearing, what we're doing online, and it's just it's not that deep. Like life doesn't always turn out as planned, so we should be able to be happy. Oh God, (laughs) Queen. I
0: was just thinking about (laughs) K-pop. I was thinking about TikTok, to be honest with you. No. I was just thinking, um, like. The, like K pop and like what people think of it and it's just like chill. Just relax. Just relax. Just relax. It's just music. Just relax.
1: Honestly, yeah.
0: Like,
1: like <laughs> literally, just, especially yeah. like you have older fans as well and people like judge. I don't think it's as bad as it used to be, but like I, I love how like it's normal now. Like you just listen to listen. the music. K-pop like. fans
0: came to the fucking the saved. They came, they were saviours. They came and they helped the Black Lives Matter movement we're getting in them dms we're getting in them replies (laughs) (laughs)
1: honestly man honestly man but yeah i agree like i mean i'm gonna be like realistic a bit like i don't think there's obviously situations where you have to be mature like in the workplace or whatever depending on what you're doing but in Mm -hmm. terms of your personality i don't think it i think it's we need to stop like forcing people to be mature and be like oh in 20 now I can't do this I can't have fun. oh yeah 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 Yeah, we need to yeah. hold on to our youth and, and it's really days. weird
0: because like I was talking with my mum once about like what she was doing at my not my age now but this was a few years ago like when it was considered for me to need to be mature she was at an age when she was younger where people still played with toys and stuff like she still had dolls and this and that and it's like weird because it was like that's so weird to think like that I've not grown out of that, but it's, like, been enforced in me that that's something I need to have grown out of by that age. And it's just strange, because obviously they didn't have phones and stuff as well, so, like, they really just had, like, the things around them, like toys and whatever. It was magazines to, like, keep them entertained and maybe a bit of TV. So, yeah, that's crazy, isn't it? Like, how through the generations it changes as well.
1: Yeah, literally, yeah that's a great point because I feel like when I look at my younger sister now as well like they don't even watch tv anymore they're so mature like on their phones all the time they don't play with toys they don't play outside so it's like they're maturing even younger so they're becoming more adult-like and stuff and they're use- losing that um, idea of youth that you know they had mm-hmm. before I miss like going to the corner shop mm.
0: and getting loads of sweets like using all my money to buy a load of sweets and then we'd go to the park I had a park behind my house so we go to the park behind my house and then, like, eat the sweets on the park. And once I got ratted out, I'm angry to it to this day. They Call were saying... Call
1: them out, right now.
0: I, I want to talk to the man who worked in the cult down the road from me. You know who you are. There was these big bars of Cadbury's chocolate, right? Yeah. And, like, I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to get one. They were, like, massive. Not even, like, the ones that you get now. It was, like, a massive one. I was like, oh my god, I'm so gonna get it. So I got it and I was like, if my mum sees how much chocolate I got, I'm getting in trouble. So I was like, I'll have some and I'll hide it under my bed. Anyway, me and Mum went to the co-op that night, and I think she just got me a bar of chocolate. Like not like the same one, but she got me a bar of chocolate. And the guy was like, Oh, you're getting more chocolate, are you? Huh? Why would dare you fucking you? say that in front of my mum? Why would you fucking say that? How dare he? Disrespect a customer, <laughs> is confidential information that you've just shared.
1: GDPR, what's going on?
0: Well, what if that was a birthday present from me? Now you've ruined it. I <sighs> it just makes me mad this day. I don't want to talk about it really, actually, to be honest. You move on. <laughs> a bit sensitive.
1: Sensitive topic, but yeah. wow. Yeah. It yeah.
0: upset me a bit, you know, just brings flashbacks. and I, just... I don't think about it. No, not time and energy,
1: absolutely not. Look, move on, move on. <laughs> but yeah, oh dear, but um, yeah, that, 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 yes, yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know how to follow that either. well oh, I know like I was getting
0: in trouble and I had to share my secret stash with my chocolate and that. You know what, that's probably why I'm so obsessed with like keeping my food to myself now, and they and they wonder where all this obsession comes from. I've been traumatised.
1: Childhood know. trauma.
0: It is childhood trauma. I'm telling you right now. Oh. You know what I miss as well? I miss the days where my my nana will pick me up from school, take me to the corner shop, and she let me buy a packet of crisps and borrow chocolate every day, right? Every day after school, Okay. And then my mum started picking me up. And I don't remember this, but mum was like, every time I'd pick you up on a Friday, you'd get really upset. And I couldn't work out what I was. And apparently it was because she didn't take me to the corner shop to get chocolate and crisps. That's <laughs> How what she peak is that? Kids are so peak. Like, can you imagine, like, your mum coming to pick you up? Like, she doesn't think she spends enough time with you. And then you're like, why are you here?
1: Go <laughs> away. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god!
0: That's That's Peter. Kids, are also, kids are savage. Kids
1: also savage. Kids, but I do wish I was a kid if we could go back honestly. But yeah. I don't want to go
0: back. We say that, but then would you want to go back and do GCSEs and stuff again? No way! Mad. How how are they got me doing like twenty eight exams in like four weeks? Are they mad?
1: That is cool. That is very very cool. Absolutely correct. But Have I always. You... Huh.
0: That's abuse. Oh. I'm telling you straight up, it's
1: abuse. Absolutely, definitely abuse. abuse. I always think that when I have like this conversation with like other people, I'm no, like, no,
0: "You're gonna say something really controversial,
1: aren't you?" <laughs> I no, I just say when I when I think if I could go back to school, I would like fight. <laughs> Do you want know to <laughs> That like I I feel like I did not enjoy my childhood to the fullest. Like if I could go back, I would like go and be more. Make more trouble, fight people, yeah. Because you can't do that now as an adult. Like it's not acceptable. If I want to fight someone, I have to hold it in.
0: It wasn't acceptable back then either. I should, <laughs> by the way, it's not acceptable now or that. <laughs> oh, I, I did can- give up a few people at school though. I mentioned I punched a guy in the face once. What? Yeah. Nah. What happened? I mind, to be honest, but it wasn't like a proper punch in the face. Like it was a crowd, and I just like. I just tried to bang her out, you know. <laughs> she said something about me, so I'd had enough.
1: Nah, no, you can't let, let that slide.
0: slide. And then some guy called me fat at school when we were playing tennis. Um, and he kept calling me, I don't know, he kept calling me a fat or something. It was getting on my nerves. And then in the end, he went to grab the tennis ball off the floor and I just got my tennis racket and I went, boom, <laughs> on his hand. <laughs> oh, boom. Right, boom. his hand, let his finger open, right? Oh. I got sent to the head teacher's office, right? Yeah. And do you know what she said to me? Oh. What? He had it coming. And I was like, <laughs> oh, damn Because <it." laughs> I was like shitting myself that, like, my dad was a head teacher at the time. And I was like, oh my God, how embarrassing if another head teacher rings my dad and be like, your daughter's been in trouble for fighting. <laughs> Anyway, I was like, I'd had enough. Because I was, like, really upset. And he was like, you're just calling me all these things. I just snapped. She was like, look, I'm not going to say it's right, but he had it coming. That was that. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, she was quite strict as well. So I was quite surprised she said that. I was like, fair play. She was like, you've got a detention, but let's, but yeah, don't do it again. And I was like, fair play.
1: Damn. I mean, respect. I love that. I didn't do it
0: ever again, so.
1: There you go. He learned his lesson. Um... i I don't i don't know how we got onto this tangent but i just want to stress that this is not the point of this episode (laughs) and uh, we do not prevent we do not promote violence
0: no violence end violence hashtag bts and violence
1: absolutely absolutely but uh, moving on to the last i would go back
0: to school and i would scrap a bitch uh but hashtag bts and violence
1: hashtag okay um, last point about like well-being and stuff so what i find really difficult about adulthood now is like keeping a social life especially in lockdown like seeing friends and stuff Barbara, like I
0: don't talk to anyone huh i don't talk to
1: anyone rude it's 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 just like who has the time do you know what i mean i know
0: it's depressing isn't it
1: it is yeah
0: like one thing like i think with lockdown it's like me and my friend kira we went on a walk for lockdown and we were both, we both came to like the same agreement that like, we haven't really been speaking or like texting each other. And it's not because like, there's a, there's a problem with us or anything, but we both literally just agreed um, that we have like nothing to talk about. Like nothing's happened. Like usually we like to have a gossip and stuff or whatever, or we just, and we don't see it. So it's not like, oh, you want to go cinema? Let's talk about this. All this film's coming out. Like we talk about those sort of things as well. Mm. And we both literally agreed, like. We know we're not being maliciously like not talking to each other. It's just there's nothing to talk about.
1: Yeah.
0: So we just haven't really spoken as much.
1: Literally. I feel like it's it's a lot easier when you, we're kids, right? Or even at uni because we have to go in. We've got responsibilities to learn together, to go in and we see each other every day and we're like experiencing things together, like uni, whatever. Yeah. But now at work, it's just like, we've got a job to do, we do it. And you can be friends with your colleagues or you might not be, but um, yeah, you're friends. It's hard, like you have to schedule time. Like mm. I was talking to my friend and I haven't like spoke to her or seen her in a while. And we were like, shall we go on a walk? And we were like, yeah. And it was like, when are you free? I'm not free this weekend. I'm working and it's like, just to go on a simple walk, probably see each other for like half an hour or an hour. You have to schedule it, find the right time. It's like so much effort now you're an adult. It's, it's crazy. It's as
0: well it's winter as well. And it's so, it gets so dark so early. Yeah. So it's like, you can't, that's why this locked down so hard as well. Because it's like, after like four or five, like that's it, it's dark. So it's like, you can't go out and do anything. Um. So yeah, it's a bit shit really, isn't it? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> It's like, again, you like start living for work and not for, like, friendships and stuff. And that's why, like, you have to do something you enjoy. So it, like, makes up for it. And I'm not doing something I like, particularly enjoy right now, so... It's a bit of shit, right there, isn't it?
1: <laughs> it is, it is, absolutely. But um I guess we've just got to keep going, crack on, like, and make time. It is really, really difficult, like we said, with work and stuff and life can all about work, but as long as we you know keep trying to see our friends like go on walks and stuff like that's what's going to get us through i reckon
0: yeah wait i've still got your kimchi in the fridge
1: Mm. and all
0: these ramen that i've got for you when you're gonna get this shit hopefully i don't think i think as long as it's not open i mean kimchi don't really go off because it's fermented but i'm hoping because it's not been opened it'll be all right by the time you get it because i've i've got the same for my mum's friends i've made them some and obviously we haven't been able to go cuz we wanted to go on a walk with them but that's not happened obviously so yeah yeah my, ki- my fridge is just full of kimchi we so.
1: we're, we're going to schedule a walk it's hard it's hard to do it but we're going to see you to the scene hopefully and then i'll come get the kimchi it'll be good but yeah i guess that brings us to the end of the episode we've talked a lot and it hasn't been intentional, but we've kind of like focused on the negative sides. But there are positive sides to adulthood, like we mentioned before, like independence, driving I want to around scrap, no anymore.
0: I can't. I want to scrap. Let's go. I'm <laughs> mad, now, mad. I'm ready. I'm ready to go. I want to scrap that guy in co-op.
1: Oh, the chocolate bar guy. No, I can't
0: even remember what he looks like. He's lucky if I ever see him. Dead ass.
1: <laughs> it's over. It's a wrap. It's over. Oh my gone.
0: god, life will flash before his eyes. <sighs> He's a dead man walking. <laughs> I don't know it. All right, I need to show up now. Okay, sorry. We've Unless ended this episode with a threat. This, uh, this topic. And next week, should we reveal what we're going to talk about? Should we do a drum roll? Go
1: on, let's do
0: it. Uh, and next week, we're talking about Trump. Ta da! I comes out your ass, but. Um, Donald Trump, um, we watch, we're going to watch this documentary that we didn't realise was four episodes, so we were going to watch the first episode and do it, and then we were like, damn, that's four hours that we haven't got right now. Yeah. So stay tuned. We might have some Snapchat filters to use next episode. I'm going to look into it. Yeah. And, um, yeah, let's talk about how that a- she's gone.
1: <laughs> absolutely the man is we're free of him there's so much to talk about there yeah so it, it's going to be a good episode but anyway yeah. but
0: before we end this episode what should we what should we talk about this episode to raise awareness in our last five minutes what are we talking about Aisha?
1: okay so we are going to talk about the protests currently happening in Delhi in India Um, for farmers for justice for farmers and we have mentioned this before on the podcast when it was back in September last year I believe the government have introduced free bills for farmers that really threaten farmers and agriculture and how the whole business works it will you know privatize the whole industry and give like corporations direct access to farmers and really like you know, won't give them like fair wages and so much going on. But we will put lots of information so you can read about it. But um, recently there's been some protests in India to get repealed because, you know, these farmers' lives are being threatened. Their livelihoods are, you know, are really in danger at the minute. And in response to these protests, the Indian government and police have reacted really poorly and really scarily. Like there's a lot of police brutality going on. It's so, mad. yeah. It's, really bad. <clears throat> similar sort of thing to what we saw, like Black Lives Matter protests in America, they're using tear gas buttons, is that how you say it? Buttons? Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah, Um. there's a photo of someone standing on someone's head and obviously that resonated with a lot of people because it's similar to, um, you know, the police officer having the, ne- the his knee on the neck of George Floyd and it's just crazy that this police brutality is happening in this day and age.
0: I know um, as well, there's a seventh thing, I think it's called like seven things um, Indian government have done wrong or something with the protests and stuff. And like, apparently they like cut all Wi-Fi and like signals or something like that during the protests so that people couldn't um, share things that were happening and stuff like that as well, which is quite scary, Um, which is a bit like the SARS, was it a bit like the SARS stuff? Didn't that happen with SARS? yeah the communication with the outside world um so you know it's not being broadcast as much and obviously in the uk they're gonna fucking broadcast that shit anyway because they know the fuck so we are going to share some more details on it um maybe some accounts and stuff like that and we'll put it below i know like doing uh uh what's it called when you sign stuff petitions Petitions might not necessarily help but at least spreading the word will hopefully mean that that sort of stuff will get into the media um so that i don't know something will happen i don't know that how it all works but hopefully something will happen soon because it's just getting crazy again
1: literally all we can do is try it i mean a lot of people like you said think but Positions don't work and stuff, but it's better to do it than do nothing at all. About. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I yeah. get you. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. I just mean that we'll we'll put all the things that we can below, and hopefully something will happen. Hopefully. Yeah. But yeah. That's the episode, um, and I hope you've enjoyed uh, this episode with us this week. And we'll be back in a couple of weeks' time with Trump uh talking about that idea um but hopefully it'll be an interesting one and we have planned a lot of episodes coming up so we've got some good ones mm-hmm. coming up i'm very excited especially to have somebody on our uh podcast who's gonna teach us some very important lessons um So stay tuned for all that, and let's hope 2021 brings good things for this podcast.
1: Thank you all for listening, tuning in, liking, supporting in any way that you have. If this is your first time listening, thank you for listening. We hope you've enjoyed, and we hope that you'll come with us on this journey. That got really profound, but yeah,
0: thanks. Hashtag uh, Lucy for Furries 2021.